Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game, still got it wrapped like a mummy. Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take they moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get my regard I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph, D Murph, you a fool for this one? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This the big homie D Murph with another edition, a great edition of Why Not Sports with yours truly. Yep, you see, you 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 see it. Oh no, oh, episode ninety-seven. You see it. Big Roy is back. But y'all, just want to just say this. Before I let my dog speak, y'all know I just got to say this first. Give a shout out to having a backup plan. (laughs) (laughs) So the first ever mixer or box that I've ever had has been tampered with and broken. And thank God that me and Big Roy invested in this second one when basically years ago so I definitely want to just uh, give a shout out for us making sure we had a backup plan and Big Roy said the best Murph over what so many shows 200 shows however many shows you did it traveled everywhere up north down south west coast so you are right but anyway I told you all them plug-ins, plug-outs, plug-ins, plug-outs. You're going to hit some wear and tear eventually, bro. You Still. Know, but you know us, man. Our people, we, we want to hold on things forever. Yeah, this, no, this is going in the archives. I'm going to actually, you know, put it in a nice box and, and do like a... Put it on your wall of Hall of Fame or something like that. Dog, know? this box has done some justice, man. It has some dope episodes, as, yeah, as you yeah, clearly yeah. know, and it's been traveling with us. So I'm you put me on my first episode, so yeah, hang that ball on the wall. Exactly, man. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But y'all, y'all right. Y'all want to hear Big Roy Y'all y'all definitely missed him last week But shout out to Penrose for holding it down yes, sir, sure. On the Why Not Sports Short He loved his team Detroit native Grew up and loved Detroit basketball And I heard that So y'all was talking some 1988-89 basketball I'm like man I wasn't even born yet I'm like any boys know they basketball hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, either you sound like you young or I sound like I'm super old. But anyway, y'all, we got my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy, Raboy, turn up, bro. How, how you been these past couple of weeks, bro? Man, let me just say, uh, how many times have you talked to me this week? That's a good question. 
uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> we call we talked a couple of times though, just to just to schedule because I know yeah. you got to get it in. But yeah. far more than five minutes, zero. I will yeah, admit that, and that that says enough right there. Yeah, right? but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean you know things kind of got picked up a little bit around me with uh, life, family, and work. So I'm trying to balance yes, all that stuff right now. But like I said, I'm fortunate to be doing something better than not doing nothing. So that's 100. Yeah, go ahead. Never hear me complain. Uh, quick shout out to my Houston Astros too, man. Uh, yes, sir. I'm gonna touch base on them, but uh, yes, sir. I had a chance to uh, watch a couple games while I was at work. Oh, you know, I got kind of like a little break, so I had to oh. watch those. So I've been up to beat on what's going on, you know, on the sports things and kind of with the podcast game too. So. And shout out to my boy Jack Freeman. Hey, I know you. I know Jack Freeman, one of the local hip local R and B artists out here in Houston. I heard him on the Aaron Foster show. Had a great Aaron Foster podcast show. So shout out to Jack Freeman. I played against Jack Freeman in high school football, and then he was at Utah with us for a couple years before he transferred out. So he was like, Big Roy ain't gonna let me yeah. get no time. So, so we, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna reach out to. I'm gonna hit Jack up so we can get him on on here too. You man. already know. Yeah, well, shout out, hey Jack. Hey, hit us up, big dog. We love to have Jack you. Freeman. You know, but other than that, I mean, good. You know, gotta be back on the mic. Yes, yeah, so man. Got lots to talk about. So yes, sir. Good to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and it's interesting because Arian Foster is still in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. And, I, and I didn't even know he put an album out too, like a like a music album. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I heard them talking about it on the podcast. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Man, you know, a lot of these podcasters, whether it's music, books, whatever. Yeah, books too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out to yeah. the big homie. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. something, something. Y'all might have seen it. Y'all might not. But it's coming soon. Just, just stay tuned. But anyway, this <laughs> makes episode ninety seven. Still, want to give a shout out to all the artists as we get closer to a hundred episodes. So, Steel Dre, Clue Snoop, mm-hmm. Steel, when the corners and the lows, girl, Steel, hey. And I still got love for the streets. It's What's the D Murphy. That, uh, that, um, hey. that chronic album. Yeah, two thousand one. You know, you know the <laughs> no. music album. Yeah, no, they, they, they <laughs> chronic two thousand and one, y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. Our listeners, they hip, they know, man. Yeah, one of the greatest, greatest album. I remember, I, I bought that disc CD, this album. I remember, I bought that. Yeah. you know, what I mean, yeah. I know it's yeah. the shape of a, you know what? But, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was one of my favorite albums. A plan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> plan. You know. My brother's jamming that all the time in my mama's car. We used to go in the car to get in the car to put that CD in, just yeah. sit in the car sometime and listen yeah. to that music, you know. So Yes, sir. And listen like if you talking about the 80, 80, 89, 90, the eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, the album came out in ninety nine, Big Roy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was I was, I was, I was I, often I was barely in the game figuring it out in ninety nine. <laughs> if you talk about some eighty eight, eighty nine, you can miss me oh. with that. You know, I was you know, I was Still getting carried around the crib and all that. (laughs) It's all good, big dog. But like we said, man, it's episode ninety-seven. Who will be holding us down for episode ninety-seven? We have a Pisces, you know, on our hands right now. Um, Copy that. Shout out to the Pisces. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former NFL champion, former. 
great defensive end of the one's great John Gruden because he's not doing as well right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Simeon Rice. You oh, Mr. I mean? Rice. You remember Simeon Rice part of that defense with Warren Sapp. Yep. Uh, Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. Yes, sir. I can't even think of the safety name. Uh, that is John Lynch. John Lynch. He was, Come on, was man. the GM I mean, of the uh, 49ers. You yes, know, he was the defensive end on that on that defense, causing havoc for people back then. When John when uh, John Gruden was very successful with his coaching career, yes sir. Um, he's from Chicago, D. Murph. And like I say, he's a piece of Pisces, born February twenty fourth, right? They keep saying Pisces, like you got yeah, something man. against any other uh, zodiac uh, sign out there. Bro. You know, Pisces season's on the rise. You know, in a, in a couple <laughs> months. You know, you know, so you got to keep your head alert on that. Yes, sir. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, man. But he's from Illinois, so he came from college, Illinois. He drafted in the first round, number three overall pick. Do you Murph? Uh, like I say, he's a Super Bowl champion, three time All Pro. He was defensive rookie of the year in nineteen ninety six. Over 120 sacks, man. The guy had a successful career with seven, with six teams. But you know, he had his most successful with he was most successful the with the Bucks. You right, know, that's right. what I remember him by. Uh, I got a good memory of when I was playing Madden. I was to play with Tampa Bay because I remember Warren Sapp used to be 99 back then in yep, the game. Yep, yep, you know, yep. One of the yep. three people whose overall was 99. You know, so. I was like, you talking about his jersey numbers were 96. 90, he's number jersey number 99, but his overall was on 99. That's why I was okay. So, for yeah. the listeners out there, okay, yeah, copy yeah, that. Yeah, he was both. He was overall 99 and <laughs> there we go. jersey number. You know, but remember, I used to play with the Sydney Rock because I like to play with the defensive ends on Madden. That's like my niche, you know, pass rushing on Madden. So, that's how I got a good memory of him. But even in games played, I know he's caused havoc out there, you know. Um, come off the ends. I heard, I remember John Gruden referring to him. He, he is like, they probably could be. That most dominant player on defense if you take away Warren Sapp at times, you know, so it was a good combination of Warren Sapp. We got an interior all decade player and you had an outside guy who can pass rush right there. So mm-hmm. they would go hand in hand. So uh Simeon Rice, man. Look him up, man. Simeon Rice. Look him up. And speaking of Chicago. Yep, <laughs> yep, y'all knew it was coming. Them ninety seven Bulls. Yep. Defeated the Utah Jazz. Yep. Like on the nineties, man. Come on, man. Every nineties show we do. You turn up to the Bulls ninety four. Come on, man. You know you know ninety nine is going to who? Them Spurs. Oh, but anyway, we still got a couple more episodes to go to my loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. (laughs) (laughs) But shout out to the ninety seven Bulls, man. Yes, sir. On a uh, road to uh, two consecutive World Championships, defeating the Utah Jazz, uh, one of two, and of course they got them in '98, which will be next next episode. But um, yeah, man, this has been a lot going on in the past couple of weeks, big dog. Uh, and my listeners like Murph, what about you? D Murph story time. Okay, well this, this is this is some some stuff. Um, linked up with a guy like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. He is it's he's twenty, and he kind of just asked me some questions, not even knowing me. He was like, "Murph, I, you know, can I talk to you?" I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm already, you know, the, the sort over with. Everybody gone. I'm out of my business. He, if I lived a, a certain life, I'd have been had my fist up because he came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you live in a certain type of life, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You all, you constantly watching or somebody, you know, surprise <clears throat> you. You, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. But he just came out of blue because I ended up turning my head. I did a little like, you know, 
hesitation. Like, dude, where you come from? But anyway, so he asked me a question. He was saying he's 20. The past couple of years, he wasn't sure which direction he wanted to go with his life. And I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, he said, well, I want to either do the military or I want to utilize my eligibility to still play football. So I started asking more questions. I said, well, did you get scholarship offers and things like that? He said no because he ended up breaking his foot. So he missed the majority of his senior year. And I said, well, what's your rapport with your high school coaches? Because that way they can support you if that's what you want to do. And he said, you know what, Murph, I never thought about that. So the title of this show is Steel. There's still opportunities. There's still chances. Uh, under the NCAA, he might not be able to go D1, but he can still do D3 and NAI. And people might ask, well, why? If you know, because you can be what 20, 21, even 22. He said because it, it, I guess, and you can also add to this. He said it'd be harder for him to go D1 at the age of 20 when he hasn't had any playing experience for so many years. But he can do D3 or NAI as if he just basically graduated and hopping right in. Mm -hmm. That's what he told me. But you know me. I feel like, hey, if you want to go D1, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it was a guy that I I never hooped with him. I, I've never met him. And this was still kind of a controversy that we had a gentleman named Michael Hicks who went to Ann and Corpus Christi. But by the time he got there, he was 22, 23. So, you know, it's just one of those things. So that was that was kind of like a whispers. Yeah. Cause it's kinda like, well, dude, you're gonna be the man when you're playing against kids. That's what I was saying. I would take the opportunity if it is D three or whatever, you know. At least you get back out there playing. Though. Right, and that's, that's why I was basically telling anything, you know, so and you never know what he can happen for. So I mean, take the chance, especially if you have, like you said, eligibility left over. You don't want to just leave that hanging. You know what I mean? So you we work for that anyway. So might well use it. You know, then you can make a decision what you want to do after your playing career, if it's army or you know whatever. Right, 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 right. And the naval base will be Marine Corps. I did ask that much. So my list, like Murph, you asked him questions. Yes, because I I, I realized after talking with him, I realized that's my calling. To talk to people that's undecided when it comes to sports. And now again, it's why not sports is more than on and off the court. So I felt like, yo, you can get your eligibility back, get you some years of, of that collegiate experience, get your degree, and then if you don't like what you options you have after you've done playing, then go to the Marine Corps. And then you can get the best of both. So that's uh that was Something I'll definitely keep y'all posted with that. And also, I've learned some things about the law that I really didn't know. Um, some of this is shame on me. And I've told myself years ago I need to know more about the law. So, it was another gentleman. I was speaking to a co-worker. And he was telling me that he's done some things in his past that he's thankful to have opportunity. So, he... Had a DUI. And he was telling me he knew people that didn't have driver's license and car insurance. And they had a DUI. So there were times where 
he would go to do weekend time and still be at home during the week. And my, I'm sure some of you guys might know this, but for some of you guys that don't, like me, my mouth dropped like, wait a minute. You had a DUI and it got expunged because you did weekend time and you didn't, like, how does that work? So I say this to say, know the law. Yeah. Basically, so that for me is giving me a whole new outlook. Like, yo, I need to know the law in more depth. He was like, yeah, Murph, I, I did my time on a weekend. <laughs> I, I don't have no record, and I'm good. I'm yeah, sitting like, my time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, a weekend? So you're a weekend warrior? And you still get to live a normal life? Like when I go check in in jail the weekend and check out and go live his work on 9 to 5 in the week and go back and check in on the weekend and get his time. And then to get expunged. But I know people that got that, you know, that stamp on their driving record and their oh, record, yeah. period. Like, yo, this dude is a... It's a liability, or he—he—he's—he's he's a negative reflection. So, I, for those, look it up, or if you know about it, cool. But that's something for me. I'm like, yo, I need to step my game up when it comes to stuff like that. True. And I have no disrespect to that person, because I, I mean, I would hope and pray that some of our people or people close to us get an opportunity where they can be weekend warriors and you know they can get a second chance. But everybody is unfortunate. Right. So yeah, that 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 was that was kind of deep, and then of course October I have my boy's birthday, the sixteenth. Big D's on Tuesday. Yeah, big D, Big D, huh? The boy, Big D is Big D. It's totally like he grew up for winters <laughs> over a week and a half, over a week. So just... Hey man, Big D man, his birthday on the sixteenth, and his brother's birthday on the twenty second. So that's. We, we definitely got our hands full. And wifey, she just asked me before you even came, like, what we plan on doing? I'm like, well, we, we got a few. I got a few things up my sleeve. But she's talking about getting him a little car. Little, you know, the battery-operated, expensive vehicles. I'm like, boo. He's going to be all over the house and that thing. No, he ain't trying to do. <laughs> no, he ain't. He ain't putting in on that. Hey, he going to be four listeners. Yeah. And then his brother will be one. So yeah, them dudes, man, they they growing. Time is definitely flying, and so yeah, I gotta figure out. I got a few plans. I'm actually my schedule has changed to where I'll be available in the evenings. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to to come and you lucky this. man, man. Hey man, you know how I go, man. I'm just utilizing opportunities while yeah. they are present, sir. Steal a few more <laughs> evening days. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. So I'm definitely gonna take advantage of that. But I got a few things on my sleeve, world. And, Again, he's four, so it's not like he need much. Yeah, maybe a Chuck E. Cheese. That always a, does it. A, a, a couple of cars. A piece of. A couple of ner- Nerf guns with yeah, the darts, man. Shoot. Sugar cookies, man, you know. Man, but Papa's the best, or Mom, or my parents are the best. Shout out to my wife as well. So I'm giving him an early birthday shout out. And then, like I said, man, just uh, working on, working on the the book. The live show, December 1st. It is official. Official. December 1st. So if y'all listening, check us out. All our avid listeners, especially if you in the state of Texas, especially if it's within driving distance, come support us. More details to come December 1st. We will have our first live show, our end of the year show, just to show y'all love and support. It's going to be some giveaways. It's going to be some dope people that's going to be there. It's going to be some, some dope 
individuals that's going to be present, including myself and everybody's dog, my dog, Big Roy, Roy Boy, Turn Up Roll. So please stay tuned with that. And I should have information as you listen to this uh, Eventbrite link or or a link later on that week so you can secure your tickets and be ready to hear us live and in person. So yeah. It's been a lot going on in the sports world, though, big dog. Um, yes, sir. Little UFC. Mm. Uh, we can talk about the the local Houstonian, the Beast UFC. Oh, you talking about uh, Mr. Dexter Lewis? Uh, his name is actually Derek. So. Derek Lewis. Sorry. Let's see, you messing up the Derek. There you go. I know you got a little fusel with that. I you, do. You, you see, turn, I put that in my chest. You, like you turn towards me a little I, bit. I'm like, yo, sure dog, you, you gonna respect the Derek? Like, I gotta respect <laughs> Pisces and these linebackers or defensive men. Okay. Yeah, oh, but yeah, Derek. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That, yeah, because like we was talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you didn't want to say Derek Brooks. Yeah. You, 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 I understand that, but it's I okay. Just skipped on over to John Lynch. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. See, listen, I catch on. They be like, Murph, y'all. It's a little thing, so it's a little. It's, thing. A, it's, a, it's a small thing, and yes, I'm feeling some type of way, man. Because like I said, I'm truly blessed and excited. But he ended up knocking that dude out. Yeah, he knocked him out. Like it wasn't even close. And then he gave a shout out to somebody's president, saying that he called him and he had to really put his stamp of approval, which kind of threw me off guard. But still, as a local Houstonian, as a Derek. He held it down. So, Mr. Derek Lewis, and he's at the Beast UFC. Yeah, man. Besides the whole fight, because he was a knockout, the real <laughs> thing was the post-game interview. That was, that was just that shit over the top. I never seen a post. To this day, I still look at the interview on Twitter sometimes. Yes, sir. Like, That's it's real. Just, it's, it's hilarious. It, it, it is. It's just real, and you can tell he's being himself. Yeah. Shout out Houston, you know. Talk about, still, talk no matter about what. Trump. That's like the realest post interview I ever heard like ever I agree heard, you know so his things was on fire yeah, it was <laughs> like, just like authentic I'm like I mean he's being himself when you look at his IG that's, that's how he act that's how he would his homeboys and he has he has a real impressive IG too it's, it's like hilarious too so you might not go follow my IG but as far as the fight man he, he's on his way he, he he's on his way uh, like he said he's not real fundamental he's not real good fundamental but when he connects you going down you going really down, you know, and that punch that that punch he threw against the little white kid, uh, it like he stunned the dude permanently. But uh, he got some game, man. He got some game. Besides the post game interview, his fighting style, I like it. I mean, that's that's one person. I, I'm not big on UFC. I I, I can admit that, Demurve, but I watch him. Yes, sir. I watch him. Yes, sir. Know? Yes, sir. And then just want to throw a little bit of McGregor, Khabib. And I'm not laughing because of the outcome or the scuffle. But be careful what you, what you say to people and how you say it. Yeah. Because it, it can definitely go that extra mile. And it went that extra mile. It did. Trainers, team jumping into the ring, out the ring, waiting for, again, like we said, in the locker room. And my, your people against my people, let's set something up. So You know what they reminded me of? You remember the, uh, the the Ron Artest incident in in, in, in uh, Indiana when he they, they ran the crowd him and Steven Je- that's what that reminded me of yeah Bob it, it kind of like resembled that even though they they weren't 
punching fans and like that, but it, it could have been at that because right. he jumped over the rail into the crowd and escalated into the ring. People from outside the ring jumping in the mm-hmm. ring. It was crazy. Punches. It was stuff going on everywhere. That's what that reminded me. I'm like, man, this is a flashback of you know the of the Palace Center or whatever the thing called in Detroit. Yep, but, uh, yep, yep. That's what that reminded me of, man. Yep. And I, when I seen it, I'm like, wow, this is similar to what happened in the NBA, but that just got out of hand. But I'm just, I, I'm going to say this and be done with it. I think McGregor brought it on himself. You know, leading up to that fight, what he was doing, the taunting, the racist comments, the slurs, the funny he's saying about the family, vandalizing the bus, all that, that, that led up to that. You know, so I can see why Khalid Responded like that, you know, and you know, he that Gregor brings some of that stuff on himself sometimes, right? You know, so and his but, respect in the UFC world has went down tremendously. It is, it is, it is. You know, and he just—I want to say he's cocky, but you know, I mean, he got a check out of it. So I mean, I guess he did what he didn't want to do. Entertainment, man. You know, people do whatever they need to do to whether it's a short coming. Or it's something that can impact them for life. Yeah. Whatever they gonna take that chance. Yeah. Still, without even thinking of the consequences. Yeah. Oh well. And uh, it's a couple of things, man. And I'm gonna hit this one next. It's baseball, the Final Four. And then there were four, huh, Demer? And it seemed like it's gonna be a repeat of last year's World Series. But before we go that far, it's the Brewers versus the Dodgers and the Astros versus the Red Sox, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Shout out to the Red Sox for just for two seconds for knocking out the Yankees. Oh. Uh, I'm not really big on Yankees, man. It's like, you, see, you see all these, you know how like when LeBron went to L.A., all of a sudden you got all these Lakers fans. Then all of a yes. sudden, then when the Yankees make the playoffs, all of a sudden the Yankees fans come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, Yankees, that's real. You know, so. But uh, Boston handled Yankees easily. I mean, what's that one game? They beat them like 16 to 1. Yeah, they weren't even. You know, that's and. They weren't got, even close. Yeah, you know, and Boston, I think, had the best record in baseball. I think it had like 109 wins. So them and the Astros are going to be a real good series. Because the Astros had like 104 wins, too, a franchise record. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, it's, like you said, it's shaped up to be like another. Series from last year, maybe hopefully the Astros, okay, but the Dodgers. I don't want to see the Dodgers though, you know, because oh, they 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 they, they want revenge. Yeah, I know because Clayton Kershaw is something different, but that man <laughs> they want another player. You know, I'm not. I don't want to see him. You know, but I'm, I mean, this weekend baseball comes back. It's been gone for a couple of days, but it's baseball kicks back off this weekend, so should be exciting, man. You know, so I think the first game is in Boston because Boston has home field advantage. Yes, sir. You know, so I will yes, be back here probably like Wednesday or something like that, Thursday. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for the Milwaukee and Houston. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Milwaukee Houston. There you go. Yeah. He, don't want, he, don't, so he don't want them, uh, them boys uh, from L.A. Dodge last year was a little too close for us. Uh, <laughs> and my West, the West Coast listeners, they like, hey, Murph, uh, why Big Roy trying to run from the West side? <laughs> hey, them Dodgers, though, they, they trust yeah. me. You know yeah. how it is being yeah. an athlete. You, mm-hmm. you, you want them. Back. Especially you lose like a championship, yeah, championship, you know, yeah. like that, you know. So, yes, sir. And then for women's hoops, the WNBA president, Ms. Lisa Borders, she's stepping down. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. And remember, we was talking about few incidents as far mm-hmm. as the WNBA. Mm-hmm. When it came to like the young lady that was wearing D Wade shoes and she was gonna get fined by the WNBA, and then 
the team that's in Vegas, how they had to travel up east, but then they had to basically forfeit the game. Yeah. Because of over 20 plus hours of travel time. And it was like, yo. I'm not saying that added to it, but I'm just saying we just spoke on that about yeah. a month, a month and a half. Ago. I would like to see somebody step in that's kind of like who played the game on that on WNBA level. Exactly. You know, somebody in recent years like Elisa exactly. Leslie or Cynthia Cooper. Like somebody, you know, who's been in the game mm-hmm. at elite level playing mm-hmm. that game, playing the game. Like that's why I want to see, you know, step into their role. You know, I like I like to see people who actually can say they play play on the field on the court then step into that business role and lead like mm-hmm. a company or an organization stuff like that you know that's why I always praise when I see players who turn into GMs or players who turn into coaches that's what I like because you, you can live you can talk what you live you know what I mean right. you went through all that and I and some think with the WN they need that I'm not saying the one who stepped down who's had no credentials oh yeah no doubt you know, no doubt all, no but doubt. I would like to see because this take the W to a different place take it to another oh level. yeah Get it back to where it was. I mean, because it, it's still relevant. But I remember, like I said, when the Cummins won them championships, WNBA, WNBA was coming on Sunday at three o'clock, like the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. national TV, prime time, prime yep, time yep, and all yep, that. Yep, now you yep. gotta see him on Wednesday night at nine thirty or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's real though. Yeah, it's true. Like they throw him on a day where nothing else is going on. You know, just Tuesday. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so yep, yep, yep. Or even a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. When people be Doing stuff in yeah. the middle of yeah, a game. Yeah, hey, eleven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true though. I mean, that's real. Yeah, I like to see that because I like the WBA is a very competitive league, and I want to yep. see it. You know, brass out more. You know, so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it's it's a couple more things too. I want to hit on, man. I'm, I'm gonna go back to baseball. It was a gentleman who was the manager of. Actually, he was. The former uh, manager for the Anaheim Angels, Mr. Mike Ciosia. He had over 1,600 wins. Wow. Yep. And he is only, there's only four other men who's managed to have more games with, with one franchise. And Mr. Connie Mack. 7,400. And I was with the Philadelphia Athletics. So that's that's retro. 7,400. John McGraw, 4,400 with the Giants. Bobby Cox. Mm, legendary Bobby Cox. 3,800 with the Atlanta Braves. And then Walter Austin. That kind of makes sense, too. Could think about baseball. Baseball, what, 170 games a year or something yep, like that in that yep, ballpark? Yeah, it's a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> them games add up over over. 14, 15, 20 years of coaching, you know, so plus playoffs and all yep, that extra stuff. Yep, 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 yep. So, Mr. Mike Ciosia, if I'm butchering his name, y'all know his number but love and, and, and support that with a resume like that. Hall of Fame coming, huh? Yeah. Easy. First ballot. Easy. And he was the uh, longest tenured manager actively until, until he stepped down and Decide to go a different direction with his life. This is a moment that I want to give a, a special shout out to. I know we got the NFL talk, but this gentleman right here, Trailblazer, Mr. George Talaferro, which was the first black man drafted by the NFL. Yeah, I've seen that. 
passed away. Yes, sir. Yeah, I seen that. Yes, sir. But dog, what's crazy though, and this still hasn't been done. And again, look it up. He was running back, receiver, defensive back, punter, kick return, punt return. <laughs> yeah, you don't see that right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, you are not seeing that. I've to this day haven't seen anything close. I don't think it ever will be done. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen nobody of magnitude. That's the that's person I can really, really, really say that did that was Dion. Yes. But it wasn't close to that. That's the, He got it. You named like nine positions. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dion had about three or four, you know, so. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, there's a few more things, y'all. I know y'all like, man, y'all got some stuff. It's two weeks, y'all. Two weeks of things is adding up into one. And I know we're going to talk more in depth when we talk the NFL and NBA. But this gentleman, Billy Joe Saunders, he had to vacate his title after positive, after testing positive for doping, in other words. It's only right, you know. You're the middleweight world champion, and you get tested, and you lose it because you flunked the test. Stripping, stripping. They deserve it. I, I, that's one. I, I can't stand doping in sports, man. And I'm talking about like street, street. I'm talking like steroid, like a, yeah. You know, when we say doping, good point. It's yeah, more like a steroid. Yeah, like cheating yourself. It ain't like you know other stuff. But I, that's one thing I despise in sports. Like when I see that happening, and they catch you, take everything from them. Like take the belt. No sympathy. Take, no sympathy. Take championships. Take rings. Strip it all. Mm. Cheating the game, man. You cheating, you because you despise because. But you put in the time and work though. You just need an extra boost, like vitamins. <sighs> like I take vitamins. I, I do what I can to eat right. No, but these guys out there really putting out sweat, blood out there. Really, you know, instead of somebody sitting in their base, sitting in their gym, put a needle to themselves trying to help. You know, again, then. But they still putting. I'm just playing bad cop. They still putting in the work though, Big Roy. You just can't. I can't take a steroid, just like with Barry Bonds. You can't teach hand eye coordination. Right. I'm just saying I gotta play bad cop. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying like they still putting in the same time and effort. They just need some enhancements. Like I said, I take vitamins. Vitamins is different, but this is doping. <laughs> this is- but you still put things you still putting something in your body though. But that's I can see what you're saying. I'm just, just for, for, for 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 conversation purposes though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But you I'm just saying. Yeah. But to your defenses, though, or to what you're saying, there are guidelines that you signed up for, too. Right. And you did break them boundaries. Yeah, rules and regulations you had to abide by, you know. But, you know, I got to play bad cop every once in a while. Yeah, you know, but several things. I mean, the, the doping is like a touchy subject for me, so it's like a... Oh. You know. Oh, Big Roy. Is that mm-hmm. a flagrant two or why not sports that short? Flagrant, that's a flagrant two. That's a flagrant two. Y'all heard it from two. Big Roy. He's a flagrant some... two that people like, and then he hit Baylor up with that one too. They, he need to touch <laughs> in on that. We need, we need like another person to get on this, you know. So okay, like well, a, y'all heard Big Roy. Hit him up. You know, or hit, Cole, hit me up. you know, it's like whole sports. We need like a panel with this doping thing because it's like a. Let me find out that person that got that NFL shot. 
that uh, my bad. <laughs> I feel where you're coming from, Big Roy. I feel you, Big Dog. And he was dope, and he got that contract. And now he only lasted a year, and he's done. But he got that contract. Mm-hmm. And he's an NFL professional player when it's said and done. Yeah. Mm. I feel hey, that's real, though, Big Dog. That's real. And just speaking of just the NFL and football, man, did you hear about the gentleman in the state of Texas from Stamford, not Sanford, Stamford, Peyton Bevel, put up 789, 789 yards and 12 touchdowns in one game? Let me repeat that and look it up. Look it up, Mr. Peyton Bevel. B as in boy, E-V-E-L. 789 yards and 12 touchdowns in one game. Wow. Uh, the 12 touchdowns are still, I'm still caught on guard by that. <clears throat> uh, look look it up, y'all. Y'all haven't hit me up yet saying, Murph, you've been lying. He averaged like 200 yards a quarter. Like, <laughs> I mean, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, like, that team should just, just take the whole season off. And just burn that film. Like, I don't know. <laughs> watch that film. Just burn it. Bruh, you know? Crazy. <laughs> crazy That's crazy numbers though man That's 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 crazy numbers Yes sir So yeah y'all Look look it up man So anything is possible man And And hopefully he get an opportunity To go play At the uh, Collegiate level You know so Good luck to him NBA It's been It's been a few things Going on man I want to hit on J.R. Smith I know him and Marcus Smart Been going back and forth Which I guess Marcus Smart for what? Like Cleveland really don't have nobody. I know they putting pressure on Sexton, but he's not Kyrie. So I'm really don't have too much to say about that. But J.R. Smith got the tattoo supreme. I don't know if you saw that. How the league was like, hey, if that's being displayed openly, you're going to get fined. This is JR being JR. JR always find a way around Luke. Since you can't wear the Supreme arm sleeve because of the NBA rules, got it right there, that tattoo. But <laughs> but like I said, JR still got to cover it up some type of way. That's but, uh, crazy, though. You know, that's I, just I, JR I don't doing understand. JR things. I'm about to say, if it was somebody else, though, they wouldn't say nothing. Though. Yeah, that's just JR doing JR thing. And that little scuffle between him and Marcus Smart is preseason, guys. I don't know why y'all doing all that. Yeah, like, my season. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Now I want to get on my tangent. Hey Murph, you been checking out the NBA Big Dog? <laughs> Big Murph, dog is preseason. Yeah. What matter. What am I going to watch? People still trying to make the the 12 man roster. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't been watching preseason. Yeah, man. You know, I'm just saying it's, it's preseason. Oh pre-season. man, LeBron only had six points. Murph, like, is he really the goat? Dog is preseason. Hard to drive 41 of the night. FYI. Giannis had a triple double, you know. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's preseason. <laughs> preseason, and, and I know it's NBA kicks off on the seventeenth. I think it's next Wednesday, so yes, sir. It, it should be, you know, much uh, plenty enough to watch on TV now with basketball. Yeah, and I posted on Instagram too that picture with De'Aaron Fox when we was at the charity event when we bowled. So uh, was able to bowl side by side with him. So was one of just wish him luck this upcoming season, health. And prosperity, man, for them and them young kings, man. <laughs> Him, Bagley, um, the, the big man, Claus Steen. Yep, 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 yep. Big man. I seen him in Vegas. That dude was huge. Yeah. I looked. I said, "Oh, yep, that's him. That's the I big know, what's fella." What's the other guy that got a uh, shooting guard? 
From Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill, yeah. Yep, buddy, yep, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Old Buddy cost me a little <clears throat> change doing that NCAA tournament a few years ago, but who's remembering that? Right? <laughs> Jimmy Butler talks, big dog. Let me just come out and say this about Jimmy real quick. <laughs> I'm going to hop right into it. <laughs> Support Jimmy. Everything he's doing right now, I'm with it. Like, like, like he said in his interview, he competing. Yeah, it ain't personal. It ain't personal. That's one hundred competing still. And he, if you look, and you look at how these guys performed last year in the playoffs, especially choked. against the Rockets, choked. Courtney Towns choked. Didn't show up. Wiggins didn't show up. And he on the person on the person showed up was Derrick Rose and Butler and Butler. And that's why Rose should be starting. Somewhere. Exactly. You know, so I, I'm, I'm all the way hundred with Jimmy Butler doing that what he's doing right now to the team. You know, and calling out Courtney Towns and calling out with Jim because it's true, dude. He took the third stringers. He, like a G That's how you do it And that's how you do it To like, show them like Yo I can basically Play with anybody And still give you the result That's how you do it I'm I'm, I'm rocking with you Jimmy I'm all the way with you On this I'm rocking with you I'm rocking still, with you Still after all this Making your organization Who's paying you This lump sum of money Or who's giving you This huge contract they should, Still I'm gonna just, just Do st- what you What he did Man if, if he doesn't do that Who gonna step up And do it Cause obviously Carnton Towns Is not in his genetic step up even though he got paid, they did. Wiggins, pay got, Wiggins not saying nothing. He's. I really think Wiggins is a bust for him being the first overall pick, and he got paid, but they didn't have paid Jimmy Butler, mm. and that's the best player in the team, you know. So they they not nothing without Jimmy. Like he like he yelled at the gym. They not blank blank without me. It's true. And I want to add to that. So that 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 gets me excited because people say that's arrogant, but. I, when I play, I used to do the same thing. Like, why is these people getting more time when this person should be getting more time? And mm-hmm. I purposely used to do that, too. Bring certain people on my team when I know we got a better chemistry. Yeah. But even though they, this person, quote-unquote, might be talented, they don't have the work ethic. They don't have a passion for what we do. And that's why I believe why not sports and, and you guys really rock with us because we're consistent, we're passionate, and we put in this work. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to drop, uh, you know, we feel like, no, dude, like you said, that with our box that's no longer with us, it's been a, it's been a lot of episodes. Like I, like you said, between all the shows I've ever uploaded, it's over 200 shows, dude. That's a lot of shows within a two-year time frame. It was moments, man. It was months. I was doing three shows a week. Crazy. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, Jimmy Butler's point, when you confident in yourself, and you basically telling the critics and those naysayers, like, yo, it don't matter who I rock with. I know what it takes to lead a team. Yeah, and I'll take a pair of Jimmy on my team any day. You know, just, like I said, to bring out the competitiveness of everybody. You know, take a third string and go to starters and handle them. And, and to handle them. You know, so. And plus, if I was Carl Anthony Towns or Wiggins, I'm accepting that challenge and letting you know, mm-hmm. bro, you need us before we need you. I'm just saying 100. Jimmy, I mean, I'm rocking with Jimmy, man. I'm, I'm supporting thing. Jimmy. I feel right. some type of way, though. Somebody feel like, you know, I'm Murph, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to show you. Yeah. It ain't personal. Especially he, uh, the, the big man on the team, too. Yeah. Big man should be like, nah, bro, what's good? Exactly, like, again. Like, you know, but he taking a back seat to it, you know. But that's just in his DNA. Jimmy Brunner's a different person than Carlton T. Towns and Anthony Wiggins. Oh, you can just tell just before before they even speak. Mm-hmm. If you look at the three before they speak, you'd be like, and then that's sad. But we got to prejudge. But I feel like you it gives you some type of discernment. Yeah. Of course, things can change. 
And I can remember I told you I go I, I, I just I, I, I lot off with body language and you can look at the body language yeah, exactly of Cat and Andrew Wiggins and Jimmy Butler and you know Jimmy Butler about that and look at the mother too like man I don't know what they're gonna bring to the table today exactly just like that job interview mm-hmm. if you want somebody slouched over kind of and it's not gonna be the same couple more things with the NBA like you said that 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 Jimmy Butler thing that's definitely been uh, sparking the NBA which is a good thing. Terry Rozier, the point guard, backup point guard. I have to say backup because Kyrie is there. But he had a great run when Kyrie was out. His father will see him for the very first time. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Not in college. Not even the run he had last year until this year. And as we know, it's important to have that male role model. Whenever you're going through whatever you're going through. Just that overall male uh, support so um, again still you still got to perform as if you know they, they are there watching so when they do it, it just makes it even better so um, I've said this numerous times if it weren't for this podcast man it, my you know my wife and my family is on board you know it took it took it took a minute but they they, they seen how consistent I was and, and even like with you and your family how you know, they typically will work things around the schedule with us recording so you can still be there. So um, just stay consistent as well. Just continue to show the passion. And, and as people see the growth and realize that you are for real about whatever you're doing or putting that time in, it's definitely going to pay dividends. And that's all I have right now, big dog, for the NBA. Right. Almost. I lied. Uh, DeMarcus Cousin, brother. Plan on signing with the Golden State Warriors. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. His brother' name is Jaleel. Jaleel's supposed to be signing with the Golden State Warriors. So Jaleel and Demarcus Cousins probably getting paid almost about the same, <laughs> <laughs> just to go ahead and make that impact. So yeah, man. But that's all I got for the NBA. Um, NFL, man. Uh, we got some. History music got made over the last week or so. Demers first shot to Tom Brady, 500 touchdowns. Uh, go, go. That's not all to be said about that. And uh, he did it in, in uh, rare form, throwing a 50 yard bomb to Josh Gordon, too. So, welcome to the team, Josh Gordon. Uh, shot, yeah. shot to Drew Brees, too, Demers. Drew all Brees time. Over, over 71,000 passing yards, Demers. Let me say that again, over 71. Thousand passing yards. You think about that's it, a lot of yards. Drew Brees averages around four to five thousand passing yards every season, without a doubt. Every season he averages seventy-one thousand. Seventy-one thousand. That's a lot of yards. A lot of yards. You know, so shout to Drew Brees. And we got another uh, look it up moment, kind of with football, D. Murphy, because hey. uh, uh, he's actually one of my top rookie performances right here. Oh, actually coming out of Houston. Oh, uh, rookie Kiki Kuti. Okay, Kiki. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he made his uh, debut two weeks ago, and he caught eleven like, caught eleven balls for 107 yards. That's the most catches by a rookie in his NFL deep debut. So shout out to Kiki. What team he play for? Houston Texans, number 16. I think he is. Uh, uh, he, uh, Watson, slot receiver. He's like a little slot receiver. He's like a little quick guy. He's okay. uh 
he's really improving the offense now. I think uh, he he brings a different dimension to the offense. I see with Houston this past week and they played the Dallas game. I was actually watching him a lot when they made the announcement about that. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that. So it was pretty cool. Deshaun better than Dak. Nah, that proved that, you know. But uh, <laughs> and shout out to JJ Watt, man, uh, defensive player of the month. Uh, D. Murphy, J. Watt's back in full form. That was crazy, man. I ain't understand that. What you mean? Defensive player of the month. JJ Watt? Yeah. Why not? Five sacks, three fourths fumbles. But they team won. They was they just finally get a got a win. You know, that's the individual award though. <laughs> you know, even though the Texas probably went on three. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Man, but they got to be a part of a winning team. But I'm just saying. I mean, I I, 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 I go out. His play has been outstanding. I ain't gonna lie, though. He's he do deserve that. But like, he's back in real form. And it's I an mean, interesting fact right here, D. Murph. Okay. J.J. Watt, yes, and T.J. Watt of the Steelers just got fined. Just got fined for the most ridiculous they <clears throat> hit in probably NFL history. But both of those guys lead the league in sacks so the Watt brothers are tied for the league league in sacks I wonder what their conversation at the dinner table is like <laughs> interesting yeah man so shout out to JJ Watt for being player of the month and um shout out to Earl Thomas man uh I'm gonna give you the finger, and still, this is why I did what I did. Yeah, exactly. That's is I. You guys wonder why Le'Veon's not there. That's his reason why. What happened to uh, Earl Thomas? But shout out to Le'Veon, I'll be back next week. So appreciate you, brother. Uh, Earl Thomas' speedy recovery, man, it sucks though, bro. Because he, he 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 came back in fate of maybe the organization will look out for him, and look how that turned out. So the Legion of Boom was probably done now in uh, Seattle. D. Murphy. Oh, they done. He won't um, be back in Seattle. Yeah, that's that's done with. Uh, too bad, man. Because like I said, we were talking about him a couple weeks ago. But about being the play, my player of the week because he had what, three interceptions in a game or something like that. You know, then that happened. So uh, Earl Thomas is done fra- fractured leg. Uh, his career in Seattle most likely is over with. So the first time listeners, Earl Thomas was holding out. Yeah, previously. mini camp things like that because he felt like he deserved a better contract than what he was. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he took a chance and said he come out. He wanted to come play, play for the teammates and faith and good faith that the organization would award him with a new contract didn't happen. In mm. the fractions led mm. done for the season. Mm. So, Basically, he's saying you better get yours because once you go down, yeah. All right, who's next? Who else we can pick up? Yeah, We've so. talked about that in our endeavors as student athletes too. Yeah, yeah, and um. One more thing, man. Le'Veon Bell returns uh, about a week or so, D-Burst. So, uh, I don't want to see the facial expression. Le'Veon Bell returns. But my biggest thing is, I don't. Re- I mean, I don't really want to talk about it that much. But <laughs> why we got to broadcast when you come back? Just come back now. Why we got to wait till week seven, bro? Like, like come back. But if you want to – I understand now. After, like I said, I've seen Earl Thomas. I don't understand why you holding now, man. But Le'Veon Bell has – Spoken and said he will return week seven against the Browns. I think you know so, and we need him against the Browns because Browns tied us the first game of the year. So you know, that's it. Yes, sir, man. Well, y'all, I got I got a few more things though, Big Roy. I know I know we 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 cutting it close, but I, I do got to just about five more minutes and listen. Like, okay, Murph, thank you. We love when you and Big Roy together. So yes, so Mason Crosby. The first NFL kicker to miss four field goals and an extra point. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers kicker, huh? Yeah. I, thought that out I thought it was like five or something like that, you know. But, yeah, 
Yeah, and I heard, still. I, I heard an interesting thing about that. Uh, he, after the game was over, somebody said it was in the locker room doing interviews, and he was pretty pissed at himself. He yelled at himself like, "Yeah, I suck." And then somebody said, "Yeah, in the background, yeah, you do." A teammate. <laughs> like, Man, that's messed I mean, up. That's <laughs> true though. You can, <laughs> hey, you, just like you gonna hold me accountable? Yeah, you know, they like, bring yeah. it today. <laughs> but kickers, but you know, kickers out here these days tripping, man. So, but that's ridiculous. You missing five, four, or five field goals, extra points would be of that too. Yes, yeah, sir. And then standing the NFC, that division, the Vikings. You know, they got that one wide receiver, man. He's the first player in the Super Bowl era to start the season with five straight 100-plus receiving yard games. Look, you're talking about Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. He's yes, bad, sir. Bad man, bro. Come bad on, man. man. Come on, man. Hey, so shout out to him. Again, the first player in Super Bowl era to start the season with five straight. Yeah. And yeah. who's their quarterback? Uh, Kirk Cousins, the $95 million guaranteed quarterback. I'm just throwing that out there. And speaking of quarterbacks, they're like, Murph, you own one. Yes, I am. I'm still bringing this thunder. You know, no Cleveland Brown quarterback has won their first career game since the team returned back to the NFL in 99. Let me say that again. No Cleveland Browns quarterback has won his first career start since the team returned back to the NFL. Yeah, I can understand that quarter because the Browns probably been through about 40 quarterbacks since that time. You know, so probably even more than that over that time. So. I'm just throwing it out there, y'all. So, yeah, man. And then Odell Beckham is a better quarterback than Eli because he threw a touchdown. Boy, Eli is struggling. I think Eli is done, D-Murphy. That's just my, you know. <laughs> and that's all I got, big dog. So, yeah, y'all, we uh, we definitely appreciate y'all. I know um, we did have a question regarding Mr. Um, the gentleman from Tennessee State. I know we, we, we did have that come up. But overall, I believe... In, when it, so basically, this is a gentleman that played at Tennessee State, had a head injury. Um, a few people reached out to have a GoFundMe. The NCAA and or the university basically closed those accounts. So the biggest thing I have with that, and this is uh, for uh, VJ as well as uh, Miss Avery sending us uh, that question, what do we think? I think just like anything else, there are loopholes around situations like that. I think the NCAA, we've always said this should go a different direction and allowing people to go do what they need to do outside of you guys because the more the merrier when it comes to funding especially for a student athlete who's putting their you know body on the line to now where he you know um, probably won't be able to play um, NFL again but his his, uh, last name is Amber Crombie and yeah he's out at Tennessee State University had a head injury and you know may, may, may he continue to recover fast speedy recovery and and just go from there. But yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate when people reach out and want to do things for the student athlete and the NCAA decide to go a different direction. Is it fair? No. Well, that's why we say pay the players, um, get a player's insurance. I mean, it's just so many different things, man. We can probably talk about this each and every episode. But as a whole, you definitely got to look out for the people. And, and, and like I told Big Roy offline, hey, if something, I know somebody in that situation, I'm going to just kind of keep it on a hush yeah. to where it's not publicized to where anybody can really stop what we're doing. Yeah. So shout out to VJ. That was a good article too. So uh, about that uh, 
And I, like I said, the NCAA is going to look out for themselves first. Oh, no doubt. Always. That's no just doubt. as simple as that. You know, even if it's caused something like that serious, they're going to look out for themselves first. And that's just how they always been. You know, like you said, they try to do loopholes around it, but eventually it's going to either cost you or cost them. So they got to look out for themselves. I'm about to say, it's going to be, they gonna, yeah, they going to get you before they yeah. lose anything. <laughs> you know, so that's just how they roll, and that's how they always been. That's why people always... You know, got things to say about the NCAA. You think it'd be about players first in time. You think it would be about that, but it's a business. You know, if you, if you after you after you been caught at college sports for a while, you realize college is yeah. a business. Yeah, Christian Abercrombie. Yes, you know, Christian so. Abercrombie. Yeah. That was a good. That was, that was a shout out to VJ. That was a good article she sent us. Yeah. Too. So we definitely be chiming in, y'all. We we really do appreciate the the questions, whether it's on email, Twitter, social media, whatever. Just make sure y'all continue to to look out for us. Um. Yeah, so birthday shout outs, big dog? Mm, no birthday shout outs right now. Okay. No, 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 no. Because, you know, it's Libra's this month, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds like a personal attack on Libra's, big dog. But I'm not like, getting yeah, That's a flagrant two episode. No, nah, I right? do. I, I, I'm cool with Libra's, though. But oh, no, okay. I don't have no right now, man. All right, then, right y'all. But like I said earlier in the show, Shout out to my, my sons, Big D and Lil D. Yeah, you can be happy birthday, Lil D, early Tuesday, you know. Yeah, They'll yep, be turning yep, 16. Yep. Nah, I'm playing, but. Oh. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Lil D, happy birthday, early birthday. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. But yeah, y'all, that, that that's all I got. Love my boys. Uh, I, said I, got, I got after, you know, Tuesday, then that Monday, and then I had a little D. So I'll be busy with, with the birthday thing, but. I'm definitely grateful and thankful for all you guys that's rocking with us. The episode, like we said, is, is titled Still. Even though things happen, even though things might not go your way, still, you got to live life. You're still here to see another day. Still bring it and still give it your all. Because you just never know. Um, like we discussed with uh, the record-breaking, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Still, they putting up numbers as if, they in their prime. They're about to retire. You know what I mean? And as far as like the LeBron James, he's still active. Whether he scores six points or not, we still going to watch. So if you've earned the respect of people because you've been consistent, just like I just named those individuals, just like George Talaferro, the first black man that was drafted uh, to the NFL, still, it's still something we are talking about. So just... Put your best foot forward. Do what you can to potentially leave a legacy where you can be spoke on and spoke on and spoke on for years down the road. All right, dog. I guess it's that social media time then, big dog. Yes, sir. Y'all follow me on IG and Snapchat. Snapchat, underscore 25 and at and uh, and on at Twitter at Turned Up Row. Y'all follow for a follow. Turn up Hey y'all I told y'all we was gonna be back man Appreciate everybody man We had to give y'all a little Little something Something for this episode 97 Still For me personally y'all But again the first time listeners Thank y'all for rocking with us We do this every Monday And for those People that rock with us I like to say the avid listeners Hey y'all because of you guys, we having this live show December 1st in Houston, Texas. Yep, 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 yep. So, again, if y'all within driving distance, come support your boys. It's going to be a dope. It's going to be a fun event. It's going to be a fun time. And also, you can uh, reach me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at isdmurf. Email me, isdmurf at yahoo.com. 
Definitely, y'all, like I said, y'all, appreciate y'all. You can listen to the show on most platforms, including iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify. Hey, y'all, we love y'all, and I'm out. Until next time, until next week, and a big homie salute. Keep grinding. Keep the faith.